Welcome to the heart of the Big Bend. It's time to kick back, put your feet up, grab your favorite beverage or snack as we discuss, declare, proclaim, publicize, and articulate about the wonders, magic, beauty, music, and happenings here in the area known as the Big Bend of Texas. Hello, welcome, and thank you for joining us again for Heart of the Big Bend. This is a podcast and radio show coming to you every other week about visiting the beautiful Big Bend of Texas. Specifically, we will cover what's happening in Alpine, an incredibly friendly small town nestled in a desert mountain valley at the heart of the Big Bend region. With easy day trips from Alpine, you can take in everything this amazing region has to offer. I'm Chris Ruggia, Director of Tourism for the City of Alpine, and with me today is Heather Yaden of the Alpine Visitor Center. Hello. Welcome, everyone. And so today we're going to talk about spring break. Spring break's coming up. It's it's upon us, really. Yes. Uh, but we're going to focus on something that really Heather deals with every <laughs> single day. She's yes. guiding people who come into the Visitor Center and say, okay, I've got a day. Right. You know, how should I spend it? Right. And, and so we're thinking if, if spring break is a week of time, mm-hmm. we're imagining that you've got four days in the Big Bend area. You're spending the night in Alpine, of course. Right. And, uh, and so here, is, here are four itineraries for days. Right. Um, that's kind of how we have this all laid out. So we're just going to go over um, ideas. Obviously, people can adjust this itinerary to um, fit their schedule, um, to fit their hiking abilities, to fit what their interests are. But uh, we're going to give you some ideas of things to do. There is um, plenty of lodging throughout. There's a lot of lodging through the Big Bend area now, but um, Alpine does have the only chain hotels. Um, some familiarity if people are looking for that kind of yeah, stuff. Or they so, want to use points. Yeah, 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 points to stay, things like that. We definitely do that. My husband travels for work, so every yeah. time we go, we stay where we can use points. But um, that is uh, – so we're, we're using Alpine as our home base, um, but Alpine has our hotels. We have lots of short-term rentals now, RV parks that offer RV sites and camping spots. So there's lots of places to stay in Alpine. Um, and I think that – so I'm assuming that you get here on a Tuesday. Like, right. You know, well, yeah. Well, and, you know, one thing I want to point out, too, is that – uh, the caveats, you yes. know, this doesn't have to be a spring break trip. Right. This is just four. Anytime. Yeah, yeah. Four different days that you could spend here. And another thing just to toss out there is that the locals listening on the radio live right now, <laughs> think about these days and think about what was the last time yeah. you went to some of these places and maybe take a day for yourself and pick one of these from the menu. Definitely. So, so There's what, a lot of yeah. locals who haven't experienced some of the things that tourists come here and do. And I think that's a shame. Um, because uh, I came to Alpine for years before I ever went to the park. Thank yeah. you, my husband, again. Um, but I was like, you left it. You you didn't take me to the Crown Jewel. Like, that's, you know, what I wanted to see once we moved here. So, so I mean, yeah, and it, then, uh, so we'll give, sorry to interrupt, no, we'll, we'll give the, the table yeah. of contents. So there's yep. four days. The first day, you're heading down to Big Bend National yep. Park. And then on day, day two, two, you're uh, spending the day in Alpine. That would be your day to enjoy all the things we have here. Great. And then day three. three Marfa and Fort Davis. Yes. And then day four, head back to South County to see Big Bend Ranch State Park and um, River Road, Terralingua yeah. area. So Excellent. that's kind of how we split it up. So, um, yeah, it, when you get into town, people either get here later in the in the evening 
or they get here early in the morning because they've stayed someplace, uh, another, like, say, Odessa or Fort Stockton, yeah. and didn't do their entire drive here because Alpine is far. Mm-hmm. So you can't say, like, oh, well, when we get into Alpine, we're going to probably do something that day if you're doing the drive straight from most places because it takes a while to get here. So, yeah. um, you know, get into town, check into your hotel. Um, one thing I would tell people to think about that we're doing Big Ben on our first day. So one of the things they might consider when they first get here is uh, packing a lunch. Right. Um, because we uh, have some logic or, or there is some some food in Big Ben National Park, but there is not a lot. So yeah. if you're drinking a day at the park, I think it's best to pack a picnic. Um, we have a great new renovated grocery store here uh-huh. that's um, got lots of grab and go options now. They've added a lot more of that. So it's easier to pack a lunch from there. Yeah. Um, if you don't have a cooler, don't want to take the space of a cooler. They have like styrofoam ones there that you can purchase. So um, do that. Get a good night's sleep and get ready to head to the park first thing on day one. Yeah. So, and, you know, especially depending on the time of year you're going, mm-hmm. we're assuming it's spring. But even during spring, the middle of the day gets warm. warm. And yes. so Water. really kind of key for a trip. Uh, really the two South County trips is try and start as early as you can. Yep, yep. I think that that's always best. The park technically never closes. If you're a really early riser, you can be in there and see the sunrise in Big Bend. Um, So uh, people can head down south. uh, Always earlier is better. We have two podcasts that are completely devoted to the Big Bend specifics about the park. So um, we're just going to go briefly over like kind of driving tours. But if people want more information, uh, I would t- say to definitely listen to those because that's with the um, interpreter. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember his name now. Yeah, the interpreter chief. The chief was um, on here with us. Right? Yeah, and so you can find that at visitalpinetx.com slash podcast or in the podcast feed. And mm-hmm. we'll give you that info again at the end of the show. Yeah, uh, but first uh, – I would say to go through Marathon and mm-hmm. enter the park on the north side. Yeah. Uh, if you're just coming into the park, that's the um, Persimmon Gap entrance on the north side of the park. So Alpine to Marathon and then head south. And um, that is where you would pay to enter the park. Mm-hmm. $30 gets your car into the park and the pass is good for seven days. So you can go back if you love the park and want to do more than one day. And, and you could. Some, yeah. You could easily spend You could go every day now. Yeah, yeah, you could. You could because it's an 800,000 acre park. Yeah. There's lots to do. But um, yeah, I think that uh, one of the one of the uh, what did we call it? The pro tips was that uh, go to the restroom at yeah. Persimmon Gap when you get there, right? Because uh, there's not going to be another opportunity for a while. So um, that's always good to pay attention to where those spots are. Um, and then as you go into the park, um, you'll be heading towards Panther Junction, which is park headquarters. And uh, remember to be patient on those roads because yes. when you're in the park, speed limits 45 miles an hour. And think about that. It's for the animals. And there's also <laughs> there's so much to see. You're going to yeah. miss it if you're going too fast. You're not. Don't be in a rush to get anywhere. Um, there's all the little roadside interpretive um, displays and mm-hmm. things that you can look at and learn about the plants and animals that are of the desert. Um, one of the stops along that road um, heading to Panther Junction, Dagger Flats Auto Trail. Mm-hmm. I was down south just like 10 days ago, and some of the daggers are starting to all bloom. Right. So um, that's really full bloom April, um, usually, right? The dagger, Something like that, yeah. yeah. But Late the, March and the, April, The yeah. Spanish... Um, Daggers are yuccas, big. Yeah, yeah, giant yuccas. They're beautiful. Um, but Not the, a cactus. But people well. might be surprised because they were so spiky. <laughs> they look like but, a cactus yeah. for sure. But it's it's a it's an auto trail that you can drive there at the park. That's headed down there. So if you're really into the flora, I would say to mm-hmm. stop there. Um, and 
another stop along there that I think is a must see is the fossil exhibit. Absolutely. Especially if you've got kids, but yes. regardless, it's regardless, a great, it's, it's a great exhibit. It's amazing. It's an open air exhibit. The largest flying dinosaur ever discovered was found in Big Ben. There's a replica of that. Um, there's all kinds of information about how Big Ben came to be. Um, so I would say definitely stop there. It does have a picnic area. Um, there, the one thing that it cannot accommodate, um, RVs and large uh, oh, okay. vehicles to turn around there. Gotcha. You have to. You'd have to be able to back up. Mm. Uh, there's no way to turn around. So that's something for people to think about. Um, but uh, when you get to Panther Junction, um, that is park headquarters. That's where you can do lots of things. You can watch a movie. That's where you can get your official stamp yeah, and your passport, your passport stamp. stamp. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little trail back there that you can walk. Yep. And then there's a new actual hiking trail. Brand new trail. hiking trail. Yeah, we yeah. haven't done that one yet. I haven't either, so I was hoping you had. Uh, I know. <laughs> Chris is a much better hiker than me. <laughs> but um, I was just, I, I I haven't done it. I heard it's gorgeous. It's not a lot of elevation because that part of the park doesn't right. have the elevation. So that might be a good choice for somebody who wants to do a little hike but doesn't want to have not a lot of elevation. Climb, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's right across from the Panther Junction. There are restrooms there. There is... Um, the there's gas there. That's yeah. one of the first places. Right, in the it's park. a little yeah. bit away from the visitor center uh-huh. towards the towards the basin, basin road. Right, yeah. but there is there is uh, gas in the park. That's and there's one of the a spots. post office too. Yes, if you want to mail something <laughs> right. from Big Ben, you mail can back to yourself right and Alpine. <laughs> right there, but um, that's that's where you can get uh, the most comprehensive information from Rangers. Absolutely, um, right there at Panther Junction, um, and then at Panther Junction, that's where I feel like you have a big choice to make. Oh yeah, like. Are you going to see the east side of the park, or are you going to go on into the mountains and the west side of the park? Yeah. Um, that's kind of like the choice. And if you're wanting to do the east side of the park, that's the Boquillas crossing into Mexico, and that is the hot springs. And if you want to do that, I think that people need to take a whole day just for that. Yeah. There's, it's hard to do the rest of the park in that day. But um, So we're not going to do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, another thing to think about there is that is low elevation by the river. Yes. So the later in the year hot. you get, it's very, very hot. Yes. Yeah. And so early in the year is best time for that. Once you, mm-hmm. once you hit May, I would yeah. suggest maybe take a different direction. Yes, exactly. Um, so we're going to head into the basin. She says basin is the center of the park. That's the high elevation. Um, some of the most popular trails are right there. On your way into the basin is the Lost Mine Trail. The window trail is in is in the basin, but you have to remember there's two different window trails. Right. There's the easy one, and then there's the hard one. <laughs> So the easy one is paved, and there's yeah. benches, and, and you so, see an amazing view. So if you stay on pavement, yes. you're on the, the window, window view trail, which yes. is the short one. Yes. If you're on gravel, and uh, then you're on the window yes. trail, which and which takes you way down it's to the drop-off yeah. of the window. And it's a great hike. It's harder on the way back than the way down, so remember, remember that. that. Yeah. yeah. And their visitor center has way more detail on the hiking trails that are For specific sure. to that area. Um, and that's not one of the visitor centers that ever closes. So, well, I mean, like normal business hours. But yeah, um, and, and the basin is great any time of year. Mm-hmm. It's got very a similar elevation to Alpine. Yes. Uh, so the temperatures are much cooler than down by the by river. river. Yes. So that's a great if you can only go to one spot in the park in the summertime. Summer. Don't skip the park because you think it's going to be hot. Just go into the basin. Go it's early so and go into the basin yeah. and do hikes then. Absolutely. Um, and then after we leave the basin, we're going to be heading 
east, um, and that's where you'll hit uh, the Ross Maxwell Scenic Drive. Yeah. Gorgeous drive that takes really you is. down to the river. Um, it takes you down to – it's one of the places where you can see into all of the um, kind of backcountry stuff that's on the uh, south rim of the park. Um, so many great yes. stops, little to, hikes. The <laughs> Sam Nail Ranch Trail yes. is a favorite of ours. There's a there's this grove of soapberry trees, and uh, it, they're just – beautiful <laughs> they drop those leaves and it's like this carpet of yellow leaves and the trunks look kind of aspeny you know they're real pale they're just gorgeous, gorgeous yeah. yes and then you get the payoff at the end is santa Elena canyon exactly. of ross maxwell not yeah. sam yeah. nail ranch yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 at the end of ross maxwell scenic drive um that's you know where you can if you want to do a hike, you can cross the river and you can do a little hike. Um, I know that at one point last summer, the river was kind of completely dry right, right. there. Um, right so now, it's an easy cross. Yeah, right now there <laughs> is water. So if you're wanting to hike there, just be prepared to get Yeah, and that wet. really is one of the iconic sites in the National it's, Park. It's, what is it, 150-foot walls or canyon walls? I wish they're, I knew. They're, they're the highest canyon walls in Texas. Yep. And um, there's some amazing video right now of the black bears climbing them. That's oh, just wow. adorable. Yeah, so um, then we're going to, after that, you can go back. You can get head out of the park on Old Maverick Road. Um, and do like a loop, or you mm -hmm. can just head back on Ross Maxwell Scenic Drive. It's really what people are comfortable with. Yeah, Old Maverick Road is a lot unimproved. Let's it is. Say. It's, it's not. It's dirt. Yeah, it, but it can be passed by regular car if people drive slow. If yeah. it's not passable by regular car, like the their park can help you there. That's where you need to talk to rangers um, and just make sure that you're taking the safest route. Uh, most people, you know, uh, go too fast down that road. If you're in a rental car, don't try that road. Just right. turn around and, and head back yeah. on Ross Maxwell. And I'd say Scenic most Drive. of the time you're. Better yeah. off probably yeah. uh, heading back on Ross Maxwell. Yeah, I agree. I don't want anything to happen to my car. So, yeah. yep. Um, but then you exit the park um, on the west side. You're going to be right there at Studio View Terralingua, mm -hmm. the area that sits um, just outside the park. But we're going to save that trip for another day and head back north up to Alpine. Um, that's itself another gorgeous drive it is. up 118. Every road out it here is. is pretty. Yeah. It is. It's hard to pick and your different. favorite. And yeah. they're all different. That's exactly right. Um, there is. Uh, you know, you get to the top of what the big hill on 118, and it's you're almost Alpine. Almost Alpine. Yeah. Amazing views coming into the city. So yeah, and there's a lot of great photos from there because yeah. you really see the whole valley. You can see all of Alpine in the distance. Yes. Yeah. And it's great. So um, back in Alpine, we've got restaurant choices. We have a restaurant group called Alpine Texas Eats. Um, gives you lots of ideas. Yeah, on, on Facebook. Yeah. yeah, on Facebook, and um, we try to uh, you know share specials for the day and things like that there. So I tell people to look at that. I have a restaurant guide at the visitor center um we have all the events listed on our website so when you get back into alpine after you've been to the park if you want to take in some of our music or nightlife scenes um you can check those out on our website too absolutely so, um we probably need to move faster don't we <laughs> Let's just keep, we'll keep going. <laughs> okay, day two, we're going to spend the day at alpine highlights of hancock hill is um i would say you know, uh, it's it won Best Hike in Texas last year because yep. it's a story. It's, yeah. It's the story of the desk. The desk sits on the top of Hancock Hill, which is at um, Sol Ross State University. Go to entrance four of yeah. the university and follow it basically until yep. you can't go anymore. And there's a sign there. You'll get the story of the desk yes. and the map of the trails. And Don't get caught yep. up on what trail you're on because once yeah. you're up on the mountain, there's no, like, colors. Um, right. It's just, you know, you're, you're following the most worn-down trail, basically. Yeah. Um, Enjoy the walk. And exactly. Also, entrance for at the university, I would say a must-see in Alpine, Museum of the Big Bend. For um, sure. It is an amazing state-of-the-art museum that's been named one of 
the top Western museums in the country. Um, it's a two-time winner of Best Small Museum in Texas. Um, and it's open Tuesday through Saturday from 10 to 4. So it's uh, a must-stop in Alpine. Yeah. It's and got a new addition that's the getting The grand opening, open. yeah. it was postponed briefly. Yeah. We don't have a date yet, but very soon we're going to get access right. to that great new building. And then to enjoy downtown Alpine, um, we have walking tours that are perfect for that, the mural tour or the historic tour. Yep. Um, do them both at once them if you want. once <laughs> because they cover the same area. We have tons of historic buildings that also have murals. Usually the murals relate to the history of the building. It's all intermingled. Um, and that takes you right in the middle of all the shops and the galleries. We have our alley art section that is um, super cool, added to all the time by local artists. And then they show mostly in the galleries right around there. So yeah. You can see even more work by the artist, um, and that is self-guided, so you can stop, and you can shop, and you can eat um, in our downtown area and really enjoy the the downtown of Alpine, um, our historic buildings. Uh, we have, you know, the Holland Hotel is one of the famous ones downtown. We have the old Ritchie Hotel that's yep. about to reopen. Yeah. It's being renovated, a massive restoration project there, so um, lots of uh, history Right in downtown. Yeah, and you can pick up the guides there at the visitor center for yeah, both and of those tours. They're they're easy to follow from the visitor center, so everyone can enjoy those. Um, and then also in Alpine, I think it's super unique. We have Washerman's Ranch. If yeah. you have kids, I would say that is a must stop. It is not like a petting zoo or um, it or a regular zoo. It's like going and, and just getting to visit with their animals, which yeah. are not regular animals. It's alpaca, kangaroos donkeys um they have miniature horses they have a new camel named carl um so yeah it's like a home visit yes to this and family and of you, animals you're scheduling your time so it's not like you have to it's go at you know the tours aren't like 10 and 2 it's you talk to them and you set up what time works best for you and you get a really um private tour of yeah. their ranch um and they're just lovely people to go visit with so um so I, that was a full day in alpine that was, it is a full day in alpine and then again check out the events for the evening because there's always stuff going on that's one thing that most people who come in are expecting this small sleepy little town and we are very quaint but there's still lots of things to do here at night um and things to see so um check out the events page for that um and then, like, day three, I would say after being in Alpine, Hancock Hill is in a super hard hike. So um, you haven't done, like, serious hiking. You, know, you right. had a day of rest from hiking. Right. So then day three, heading to Marfa and Fort Davis, I think, is a good choice mm -hmm. because there is really good hiking in Fort Davis. Right. Um, for sure. I would take this trip going to Marfa first. Um, Marfa has the Paisano Hotel, which is a done by the same architecture firm that did the Holland. That's yeah. a great place to start. And it's on Highland Avenue, which has so many boutiques and yes. interesting shops all, and, you, and galleries the, all along there. The Pink Courthouse. I mm -hmm. mean, where else do you see that in Texas? But the Paisano Hotel is where they stayed when they filmed the movie The Giant. There's a giant memorabilia room. They play the movie all the time. So um, that's a good that's a good place to start, kind of your tour of Marfa. There's, um, and the Chinati Foundation is there as well, which is what put Marfa on the map. Yeah. Um, John L. Judd and his work but that is only open uh thursday through sunday i believe for tours and you have to you should book in advance yeah, for that gotcha um and they always suggest a guided tour you can do an unguided tour but you do not get access to nearly as much at the right. chinati foundation so it's always suggested to do the guided tour um and then there is also their visitor centers right downtown stop yep. in with them they have a they put out a really good gallery guide at their visitor center um because art is what put Mar made marfa so famous Absolutely. so you can get that from them um, and then when you leave Marfa, you can head north to 
Fort Davis. Fort Davis, exactly. <laughs> All of our towns are about 30, uh, 25, 30 minutes apart, so it's not going to take you long to travel between them. Um, so, yeah, you can head north on uh, 17 to Fort Davis. The uh, Fort Davis National Historic Site, I think, is a must-see in Fort Davis. Absolutely. It is really good they have great interpretive programs for spring break they're doing all kinds of special programs so um but it's always worth a stop no matter what time of year and it obviously is the namesake of the town it's uh the town is named after the fort so um it was a super important fort for protecting the west and they teach you all about that it's open daily so if you can't do it like this would put you on your trip being there like on friday Uh but if you're here in the beginning of the week in this area i would say the fort and parks are a great option those days because they're open seven days a you bet. So the fort is open seven days a week from eight to five. Um, and then if you leave the fort, you can actually do a hike. That I was about to <laughs> say, know. yeah. You can do a hike that goes from the fort up to the Davis Mountains. But um, you can also leave the fort completely and drive into the Davis Mountains State Park, yeah. um, which is a, a small state park that sits up in the Davis Mountains. People might say, oh, we just went and hiked the mountains in Big Bend. The Davis Mountains look completely different. They do. They really do. They are so different. Um, they're they're gorgeous. The elevation is higher. The trees are bigger. Um, it's called the Sky Islands uh-huh. because of how the right the, because of the uh, climate and the, yeah. Well, the Chisos Mountains are also a sky island, but it's like it's a it's a, a, a wooded area surrounded by you know by lower elevation yeah. scrubs. So it's like a ecologically yes, isolated. What, yeah, and it it really is gorgeous. The trees up there are different. Um, the cottonwood trees at the fort are, I don't know how old they are, but they're amazing yeah. too, beautiful. So um, I would say even if you've done Big Bend, try to try to hit Fort Davis as well because it does look completely different. There's lots of hiking trails. Um, there is more, it's more dog friendly. Mm-hmm. The state parks are always more dog friendly because the national park, you can't do right. animals there um, unless they're in your car only. Um, and then the Davis Mountains State Park is kind of the beginning of the 75-mile scenic loop that goes around the entire mountains. Yeah. Um, uh, another stop on there is the McDonald's Observatory. Yeah. That is um, by reservation for any of the daytime tours, the solar daytime viewing, or the nighttime star parties. Yeah, so, you can stop in at the yeah. visitor center and see the exhibits there, right. but if you really want the guided programs, which are Excellent. Excellent. Get a yeah. ticket. Yes. Yeah, and get and it they, before you leave home. Yeah, get it. yeah. book it in as far in advance as you can. Um, and they also um, add extra shows during spring break because they know mm, there's more right. people here. Like there's more added for next week for sure. But um, and if whatever day you can get that one, plan your, uh, yeah. trip, your <laughs> the rest of your trip around it because it's definitely, um, I think, worth it and a must see. Yeah. But then that 75 mile um, scenic loop continues around the Davis Mountains. It's a great way to see. Um, the highest elevation, the second highest peak in Texas, is yep. Mount Livermore in the middle of the Davis Mountains at almost 8,200 feet. Um, and that's also, you'll see Sawtooth Mountain along mm-hmm. that drive, which is painted by a lot of artists in the area because it's very pretty. Right. Um, so uh, that is a drive that uh, is definitely worth doing. Now, if you don't want to do that scenic loop and you want to head out of Fort Davis, you can do... Um, 17 north out of Fort Davis, yeah. which is... You're skipping the observatory. Yeah. You're headed towards Balmeray State Park. But let me tell you, if if your prime, primary thing is you like scenic drives, yes. that is the prettiest road I have almost ever driven. I agree. Yeah. I just did it Monday, and it is gorgeous. And it almost looks like people like all standing next to each other and i the rocks are just it's amazing they're huge and it's very isolated like there's not a lot out there it's a lot of big open spaces there's some ranches there's a boy scout camp out there 
Um, but Wild Rose Pass leads you to Balmeray State Park, which is where there is a super cool swimming pool. Um, the largest spring-fed pool yes, in the world, in the I world. Understand. And it is um, stays at between 72 and 76 degrees. Mm. So even this it time— It feels cold. Yeah, but even But in the winter, year, it feels jump. warm. It feels— <laughs> And then you get out and you're freezing yeah, cold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so it doesn't close. So that is that is something that is a very unique re- experience. The Balmeray State Park is only open for day use with the pool. They don't have any of the rest of it open because gotcha. there used to be— some lodging there and stuff like that. Um, now, as you head back, if you if you do Balmeray, I would say you're, you're definitely going to miss um, one of our other favorite stops on your way between Alpine and Fort Davis, which yeah, you're is... You're headed back to Alpine, leaving Fort Davis. Yeah, that would be the Chihuahua Desert Nature Center. Um, be, but if you do Balmeray, you'd be hitting there too late. It is a a gorgeous facility between yeah. Alpine and Fort Davis. And that's something, too, where if you only have a little bit of part of a day, yes. that's great from Alpine. You go straight to uh, CDR, the Chihuahua Desert Nature yeah. Center uh, at CDRI yeah. uh, because it's it's like 20-minute drive it from is. Alpine. It is. 20 minutes from Alpine. Yeah. It's open every day but Sunday. And mm-hmm. it so, mon- again, a great option on Mondays and Tuesdays when a lot of the downtown area in these small uh the downtown stores and stuff in these small towns are not open yeah and we have um, a whole podcast episode we just do, on them just as on well. them so i definitely tell people to listen to that so um so we're coming to the end of our of our days and to explore the area right last day <laughs> last day day four um i would head back south um to terlingua we didn't experience terlingua yeah um, which is an experience in it itself. is a special place yes whenever we left the national park we just headed back to alpine because of day in the park but um if you head into down 118 there's a great app you can download that gives you all this information yeah. about um courtesy of visit big ben yeah so you can get it um on their website and you can uh hear all about the mountains as you head south and different points of interest but when you get to Terlingua um I mean I I think that most people are going to want to go into the the ghost town and, mm-hmm. and see that there's the Terlingua trading post there's galleries there's um restaurants I have a really really good um map of Terlingua that their chamber of commerce did that shows you where everything is oh, excellent. it's at the visitor center it folds out it's got the Terlingua area highlighted on one side, and then on the flip side, it's got what we're talking about next, which is um, continuing on to River Road. Um, so that is Route 170 that runs. You leave Terlingua, head towards Lajitas, which is a tiny. Um, it's a tiny little town. It's mostly the resort. Yeah. And you can visit the mayor of Lajitas if you want to. That's uh, Clay Henry, the beer drinking goat that sits in a pen outside the golf <laughs> gas station. <laughs> We said this is a unique place. Yeah. We weren't kidding. But um, that's the – and right across from that, just down from that, is the Barton Warnock Visitor Center. And yeah. that's the entrance to Big Ben Ranch State Park. Some people don't even realize there's a whole state park right next to our national park, but there is. And, yeah. and we have a whole other podcast episode all we about do. Big Ben and Ranch. And the River Road is the highlight of that. If you yeah. are – um, unless you're really into like mountain biking and want to do, or you have like high clearance four wheel drive vehicle and want to really go on some primitive roads, which is worth doing, by the way. But, but if that's not this yeah, day, then that, that's fine. I would say that is not in the same day. That, I would say <laughs> if you save that just for one day. But River Road can be done by a regular car. Uh-huh. It is completely paved, and it is. Again, another gorgeous drive. We keep saying it. That one has actually been designated by National Geographic as the most scenic route in Texas. Yeah, and especially like if you're a motorcyclist, mm-hmm. that's one of the favorite rides yes. is between Terlingua and Presidio. 
on 170. And there is um, river access along there. There is hikes. Closed Canyon is a great hike. It is. And Closed Canyon is is a short hike. Yes. It's like it's fairly easy. Don't go too far because right. it feels like, oh, I could keep going. There's a sign that says stop, stop there because <laughs> you can get yeah. stuck if you go a little farther. Well, and all of those, you just have to get the $5 a day state park pass to do that. But you can drive the road and just look at it without the state park mm-hmm. pass. And there's scenic outlooks and places you can stop without the park pass but i think the park pass is worth it to be able to get off wherever you want there are gorgeous blue bonnets in bloom right now um our blue bonnets in the big bend are big they're really variety yes and i would say a pro tip there is don't break hard when you see them wait till there's a scenic out there'll be some there too because um we just went and i was like tell them i said stop stop i want to get pictures here and it was like we could have waited till we had a safer (laughs) place to stop um there is also some places where that road is down to one lane from because of uh, construction right now it is after Big Hill. Big Hill is the steepest paved hill in Texas. Yeah, it's, we have two big yeah, hills, by the way. One that's down here on River Road and one, one on out near Alpine. But the yeah. one on 170, if you don't want to deal with the construction and go all the way across 170 to Presidio, you could definitely just turn around, at switch drivers mm-hmm. at Big Hill, and have the other person drive back towards Terlingua. Um, but, and you would, you'd avoid both yeah. those one lane. So you have some one lane stretches, but... It, you don't the wait whole very road long. really yeah. is worth the experience. It, it is, and um, then you get to the tiny little town of Redford. There's not much left there. Um, don't break hard for the Starbucks sign. It's not real. <laughs> it's art. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just keep going there. But uh, you end up at Presidio, which is, again, um, another of the Big Bend towns. It is, uh, it's large, and it looks really big when you come up on it, but a lot of it is actually across the border because that's yeah. a major Ohinaga, international which border Ohinaga crossing. is the size of all of our little towns kind of put together. together yeah. yeah, so it looks like you're coming up on someplace super big, but a lot of it is across the international bridge there yeah. at um, at Presidio. But of course, you're going to hit Fort Leeton first, you which will. is worth I, a stop. I just, yeah, I just get Fort Leeton. Yeah, it's right on. The, it's the it's the other side of the uh, Big Ben Ranch State Park. Yeah, so part of you, that complex. Yeah, if you went instead and went through Terlingua first, and you could get your five dollar park pass there at mm-hmm. Fort Leeton and then do River Road and end up at Terlingua. Yeah. And I would say if somebody's really into like music and nightlife, that would be a good way to do River Road because you end up in Terlingua yeah. for like the Starlight Lounge and all the uh, music that's... Yeah, uh, and they're really, right now, there is so much music happening in South there County. Is. We And Alpine has had a, a we lost a venue yeah. recently and so we, we still have some great music happening, but just the sheer density yeah. of band groups playing every night well, in Well, there's Trilingua a recording area. studio yeah. down there and there's a lot of artists that go there for the solitude of recording their albums yeah. and things, so um, there that would be a good way to do River Road in reverse and end up at Terlingua instead of ending up at Presidio. But on the Presidio side, you end at Fort Leeton. It is a um, the largest fortified adobe structure in the state of Texas. There is tons of information there yeah. about the history of the area and how it all came to be. And then Presidio has some really good, authentic restaurants. It is not like super touristy or easy to find at all, but that's what is part of Presidio's yeah, charm. I it think. is. Check out the Buddha Bakery while you're Yes, yeah. that's a new one that just started down there, and they do some pop-ups in Marfa, too. Um, so when you leave Presidio, you'd be heading back towards Marfa on mm-hmm. 67, um, and there's some really cool rock structures along that way. There's another uh, Schaffner, which is... Schaffner, yeah. Schaffner is which like is a, a ghost town. Which is a silver mine yeah. town, which not that long ago, it was a working silver mine where there was... They were trying. Yeah. They've tried They've to tried re- many revive times. this yes. mine a bunch yes. of times, but the historic kind of equipment and right. stuff is still there. Um, 
and that's just on the road. I mean, you can see it all from 67. Um, but uh, when you end up Marfa, um, Marfa has some, some, if you're like getting there late at night, they have good dinner options. They really they do. do. Marfa has some like world-class restaurants. Uh, yeah. Uh, and they have the new cool distillery, Marfa Spirit Company, which mm-hmm. is really neat and making their own liquor. And um, they do some music things too. Um, and if you hit the, if you're heading back to Alpine after you've been to Marfa and you hit it just right, you can hit the Marfa Lights viewing yeah. area for the famous Marfa Lights um, unexplained phenomenon that, uh, most people actually um, go too late. It's dusk is mm. what they say is the best viewing time for that. So um, keep that in mind. If you really are wanting to see it, I would say plan on trying to get there every night because they are not right. seen every night. Um, there is no rhyme or reason to when they are seen. So people who say they go and see them every time probably aren't seeing the real market lights would be my guess. They just but rub their eyes really hard. And I don't know. And then look. <laughs> I don't know. They say to have a couple drinks at dinner and then you might have a better chance, right? Maybe so. <laughs> yeah. So then you've made it back to Alpine. You You're to Alpine. exhausted after four great days. In the Big Bend area, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think that um, we're really the perfect distance to uh, get to everything. Um, very centrally located and have lots to do every night when you get back here and have a nice, comfy you know, hotel or Airbnb you yeah. want to stay in and, and explore. Excellent. So that was a long one. Uh, <laughs> so go to, go back to the podcast feed and listen again, you know, and, and uh, that way you can pick up, decide what days. If you only have one day, you can pick one of these or pick and choose from the, that menu of stuff. Hey, but thanks, Heather, yeah. for sharing your expertise. And I'll be happy to go over it with you at the Visitor Center because exactly. I do this on repeat about 30 <laughs> times a day. <laughs> All right. Well, and thank all of you for joining us again for a pretty long show this time. Uh, You can get more information about Heart of the Big Bend at visitalpinetx.com slash podcast or search for Heart of the Big Bend on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and most other podcast apps. And for everybody listening live on KALP, KVLF, and Alpine, we'll be back in two Fridays. Thanks, everybody. You've been listening to The Heart of the Big Bend. Hope you liked what you heard and that you'll find the time to experience all that the Big Bend has to offer. See you soon, partner.